literally, I still do this. I'm probably going to do this here in a little bit. I'm going to go downstairs and just see what other people are doing. And, you know, if somebody's doing rope climbs and I haven't done them in a while, just kind of hop in, maybe modify their workout. Just So it's just class workouts based program, class workout based programming. And then, you know, just little things that you need to work on. Maybe it's like, you know, have a little bit heavier squatting and stuff. Like a little bit of strength. When I first came here, doing CrossFit was something totally different than the workouts and stuff I was used to doing. And it was, I saw the building better people on the wall. And at first when I thought, I was like, oh, that's like the, the slogan of the gym. It's kind of what they go by here. And when I first came in, doing handstands was something I was really uncomfortable with, never. And just, I was like hesitant to do it because I wasn't good at it. I was like kind of scared to just go give it a try. And then there was other people around who, I went up on my very first handstand, like went up sideways and fell to the side. And, well, normally in like a football workout, you mess up something like that, the whole, pl whole place laughing at you, and it's just kind of like something that's... And here everybody was like, oh, like, hey, I think everyone here did almost the same thing when we tried it the first time. Welcome back to the Building Better People podcast. This is your host, Charlie Lima. Today I have two brothers on the podcast, Walker and Quinn Petty. These guys have uh, been members here, Quinn, for a little over three years, and Walker here in the last year. They're both actually moving on, and today we hear their fitness journey before they head out of town and say goodbye. Enjoy. I'm Quinn Petty. I'm 22 years old. I've been a member here at College Station CrossFit for three and a half years now. Um, I'm actually graduating this next two weeks I'm actually done tomorrow is my very last test whoop ever yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty psyched about that but I'm about to head back to San Antonio and work in the fuel and oil distribution with uh, my dad so I majored in sports conditioning I thought that would be a good idea and it was a good idea because it was fun but that's not the industry that I want to go into so I'm just going to head back and join the family business there hope that works out for me Sure, there's gonna be a lot of people sad that Quinn Petty is leaving, but yeah. time moves on. I'm very sad. Yeah, on to man. the next one. This is gonna be by far the most thing I miss about College Station. Mm. So all my friends are here. So. You got somebody who looks kind of like you right next. <laughs> yeah, to you, so. I brought. I've recruited someone <laughs> to come in and join the join the. All right, go. Who we got over here? I'm Walker Petty. I'm 20 years old. Quinn's younger and taller brother. I've been a member here for about eight months, and after this semester, I will be transferring to University at Texas, San Antonio, so I also will be heading back to San Antonio. Man, you know, so uh, pretty cool. This is the first ever brother podcast, right, interview, so we've done couples, husband and wife, um, but we've never done brothers, so this is, I thought this would be cool to get you guys in here. So who introduced who to CrossFit? I definitely introduced him to CrossFit. And then who is in better shape? Who's the better CrossFitter? Actually, it's funny you say that because yesterday we did the workout. Not yesterday, two days ago. We did that 2159 with the runs and what was it? Uh, Front squats and burpees. Oh, yeah, burpee balls. And we were tied on the run back in and he goes, does this mean I'm as fit as you right now? And I said, yeah, for right now. And then by the third, you know, third or fourth run, I think it was the third. Third run, run yeah. He blew way past me. Wow. I went way too fast early on, so by the end of the workout, he was technically so you the better one. Day. So as of Tuesday, I was better. <laughs> he got it done quicker than I did, but um, so you, so Walker, you Quinn was the first one to introduce you. Oh to yeah, this he started doing it kind of his senior year with one of our coaches at high school, and then he came up here and started doing it full time when I was playing football. And then once my football days were over, 
Well, I decided to give it a try. Well, I remember you came and visited. Yeah. I remember you came by the gym, and you were playing football, yeah. I think, as a high yeah. school senior. Yeah. And just, or you were, it was twenty. What? It was a 2017 Open, so last year's Open, I came, I was over at Trinity Valley in Athens, oh, Texas. that's right. You were playing college yeah. football. Yeah, and so I just came over for the weekend and watched him do it. And the workout looked very horrible, and I thought I could get into this, so yeah. I joined it. So give me a little bit about you guys growing up, like two years apart, right? Hold yeah. on. First off, we have to set the record straight. If you do check the open standings, I am fitter than Paul. <laughs> <laughs> he could not let us not. Well, I gave him some. I gave him the, you know, the glory. But he beat Monday, me back. The Tuesday. Uh, Monday, Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. You. I was fitter. He I was, was very much fitter. If you check Maybe overall. we should just do that, right? Let's do Fran. Okay, so give me a little bit about you guys growing up. Like, have you always been close? Have you guys beat each other up? Have you all been competitive no, your whole life? We were cool when we were little. Uh, and then we kind of got to the age of conflict pretty badly. <laughs> Not bad. I mean, we just, you know, we weren't just, like hanging out and stuff like friends. And then uh, kind of just fluctuates, I guess. We get along sometimes, sometimes we don't. For the most part. I would say we get along. We've hit a pretty good stride here since he started CrossFit. We've been hanging out quite what a bit since Walker, he's been in college days. Walker, what would you say? I'd agree with that. I'd say when we were real young and couldn't really figure out how to aggravate each other a lot, it went good. And then once he figured out everything that frustrated me a lot, he, he got good at it. And then about, I guess, the end of my senior year, we went out to the lake one day with a couple of our buddies. And then from about then till now, it's been going pretty good. So. Since he's matured and graduated high school. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, man. I have a big brother. I got a little brother and a big brother. And my big brother is my best man. You know, it's like, yeah, you get He's four years older than me. And I think I went through that. You know, I still to this day look up to him, you know. But you look up to your big brother. And as a big brother, it's a huge responsibility. Because like I said, too, I have a little brother. So it's like they look up to us, you know. And that means we got to kind of watch how we act and make sure that we're leading in a way that, is worth following you know and so I think it's cool that I've always I could tell from that time you came when you were playing football training about how much mm-hmm. your relationship brotherhood meant to Quinn just in the way he introduced you the way he told me that you were coming the fact that you came to visit him so I can tell you guys have a really cool relationship it's only going to get better as you continue oh, yeah. to grow and, and, and move on in life so uh, Quinn let's talk a little bit about your upbringing and sports and working yeah. out and kind of has it always been something that you have been into? Yeah, I've always, always did sports. Like since you know six years old, we played like t-ball and stuff like that, and soccer. And then actually played. My dad played tennis, so we were getting involved in some tennis camps and stuff just a little bit early, early on. Um, and then it kind of focused down to baseball, football, basketball through middle school. I actually, stopped playing baseball one year uh, to go play golf played some junior PGA golf. Actually, we both did. So. Wow. Got into that. My grandpa likes to play golf, so got us into that a little bit. Tried that for maybe just a year. And then up in high school, it was just football, baseball. Wanted to go play college baseball, but by the time senior year came around, I was done. I was ready to just chill and work out. Has the so, weight room always been? Yeah. So, so uh, since middle school, I would kind of stay after school sometimes and go to the weight room just some, with some guys, so... It's always been something I've enjoyed doing. So that's kind of just what I'm focused on is just enjoy coming into the weight room because it's always naturally been something that I really just have fun with. So. Have you always been really fit, like in the top no. percentile? 
Uh, I mean, in high school, I was always like the top several guys, but I wouldn't say I was, you know, not nothing exceptional. Just yeah, because what I would, I mean, I would consider you right now probably one of the fittest people in the gym. And like, when did that switch flip for you? Like, when did you really start kind of wanting to put in more work and push yourself and get stronger and faster mm-hmm. and leaner? I guess it's kind of when in high school when it kind of got pretty competitive. Uh, like I said, I thought I wanted to go play college baseball, so it's always been something that I've always, you know, put in a little extra work for, anything athletic or physical. Um, and then once the high school sports ended, uh, I just had a lot more time to kind of do whatever. And then, like Walker said, I, there was a coach who I walked by at, like a conference table one day, and I saw the CrossFit thing opened up, and I was like, oh, hey, you do CrossFit? Because I had just seen it on ESPN, it was like in 2010 or something, they re, re-ran some of the games footage and that was the first I'd ever seen it. So that's kind of just like, it was my thing. I started watching videos and then I saw that packet in his notebook and I was like, hey, you, you do this stuff? He's like, man, you want to? I was like, yeah. So then I think it was after baseball, we started doing it, or after football. And that we was started still kind of early, right? Yeah, it, was pretty, it was like, I think it was 11 or 12. Yeah. I think it was 12. Because I remember we had to wait, like, because it was football, and it was I wasn't gonna be able to do any extra working out really then. Um, so yeah, we waited till the season. I think it was football. I can't remember that far. It was a long time ago. But uh, we waited a while. Once the season was over, we started kind of just doing just stuff in the weight room, like body weight stuff. So and then that's that's when it really started. Just doing it on my own for fun. And so at what, when did you hit your peak, would you say? Like, at what point have you, are you there now? Oh, no. I mean, I've been here for four years, and every year I've been a little bit better. Judging by, like, opens. Yeah. I've gotten better, just kind of naturally, so. And just how many days a week are you currently, do you train? On average, probably. probably I mean, I try to come every single day. Yeah. So. And I think. I would say five. You know, as a, as a college student, man, how cool is it? Yeah to get to have a CrossFit experience in college. Oh, it's great. I mean, that's kind of been my focus ever since I've been up here is just yeah. making my class schedule where I can work out at the good times of the day. So. Which is so kind of new, right? Because now you have like, even even a lot of people at the gym now, you, you, mean, you see a lot of the college students that come in during the day and they're yeah. in an open gym. And it's like, to, to kind of go through college with this CrossFit uh, experience makes oh, you... Yeah. I mean, it, it just adds a really cool hobby, right? A really cool yeah, community. I mean, it's a blast, and that's probably one of the best things about this gym. It's just the community. Like, I mean, all my friends are here and stuff like that. So, it's it's been a perfect uh, perfect place for me to get involved. Now, you in. said earlier because it's your last couple of weeks or last before you graduate and leave, and this is one of the hardest things about leaving. What kind of yeah. expand on that a little bit? Uh, I mean, when I first showed up here. I mean, there was like, you know, no, like there are very few people, not few, but I mean, the people that I got here with and who were coaches and stuff, most of them are all kind of gone and stuff like that. So you've just, I've kind of seen the evolution of the, the gym as it, it grows and stuff like that. So, I mean, I've just gotten connected to a lot of people. And then when you find other people that just enjoy similar things, like especially something as good as working out, you kind of just grow to really like those people and kind of bond with them in a little bit different way. I mean, you're kind of doing good, positive things all the time. So 
I don't know. It's just been a great thing, something that I enjoy as much as I do, and then having the people that enjoy it the same, it's just been super easy. Just And you, just a great for a little while, and I don't know how long it was, maybe a, a couple months, you checked out another gym. Yeah. And and what was, you know, just the difference? And you came back. And yeah, so, that was, it was when I started coaching. I started coaching quite a bit uh, right when I started. So I kind of just got a little bit overwhelmed, took on too much too fast and took a lot of the personal enjoyment of working out away from me. And then that's kind of when I realized that I really just want to do this, not selfishly, but for me, like I just want to have fun doing it and helping out people just like, you know, people next to me in the class is really where I find the best best way for me to kind of help out and uh, and I think that is for such me to be a, involved yeah yeah you know I think that so many people feel you know you get you start working out right kind of like you know you did and you you start falling in love with it and then next thing you know is like you want to be a coach right yeah and and then you think that that's and it's it is a privilege and it's awesome and you can speak to that because you, yeah. you did coach but I think you bring up a great point that, you know, it, it becomes a little bit different yeah. from being a member. You yeah. know, when you when you are here because you're coaching and you're, you know, pouring into others and it's about serving them and it's, you know, it, it's a, a whole other world that sometimes as a member you don't fully understand. Yeah. The And that speaks to our coaches and what they do and yeah. how hard they yeah. work and how much they do and that they probably make it look a lot easier than it actually yeah. can be because they're balancing some of them are balancing school some of them have full-time jobs some of them have families you know all these different things as well as their personal workouts and coaching classes yeah you know and I think that kind of when you said that and I remember when we had those conversations it was pretty mature of you to be like man you know what I'd much rather just be a member again yeah instead of and coach. that's that's exactly what happened I had I think I took like the most classes I've done like in a semester of college and then I picked up all that stuff so just too much at once and then I really did just find out like the best way for me to kind of get that feeling of you know helping others and stuff like that is just you know, in the 345 class. Just, just kinda, doing it. Just kind of, yeah, walk, watching, you know, giving people a tip if they want it or something, just have a conversation, just have fun. And, and that was after I started coaching, that really kind of helped me figure that out. And, and so that was in the Taking a break from perfect. this gym yeah. and then coming back, like, what was the... Kind of helped me just reset. Like, I just, you know, started associating everything with, like, you know, anytime I show up here, it was, like, kind of work instead of just enjoying it. So... When I stopped coaching, I went home for a couple months. Didn't work, would just you know run and stuff like that. So didn't even do any kind of CrossFit for one or two months, and then came back up here. Hadn't been to another gym in College Station, and I figured since it was kind of my last uh, last year up here, just go check it out. Just try another try another gym, and I went to Obey for about a month and enjoyed it. Had a great time with those guys, but then it kind of set in that. I've put in, you know, a couple of years at this gym, just getting to know them, and that's kind of figured out how much that really meant to me. So I just came on back over and jumped in as a member, and don't regret it. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's just been, it's my place here. So if somebody out there is listening, and they have a desire to coach one day, because I think a lot of yeah. people do, you know, whether it's even like a far-fetched dream, even if they're like, you know, they maybe just started or they've been here for a year or two and they would, they're like in the back of their minds, they see kind of like, you know, 
what Chris Rea does or Ken or, you know, um, even Liz or Selena or Josh or Trent, you know, what would you recommend to them in order to make sure that they are certain that that's something they want to do? Just kind of give it, give it a while before you actually take action, maybe. And then if you do find an opportunity to coach, I would just take it slow at first. Because, I mean, I took on like personal training clients. I was coaching at Nutribull and coaching here. So it was kind of a lot all at once. And I would say just pick up either a training client or, you know, just a handful of classes where you can focus on one aspect of your coaching at a time and develop it slowly rather than, you know, jumping in as a full-time coach, which it might work for some people, but I would just say go slow, make sure it's quality over quantity, and kind of develop as a coach, you know, gradually, because if it's something that, you know, if it's like a fad thing where you jump in and do a bunch of stuff and then you kind of get tired of it, then you're kind of, you know, in a little bit too deep and then you start affecting a bunch of other people maybe negatively that you're working with and stuff like that, so... I would just say take it slow, be patient, kind of develop as a coach in a timely manner because if it is something you truly enjoy, then it'll kind of naturally just grow on itself and you know, you'll enjoy it and have a good experience. I think that's great advice and yeah. probably CrossFit gym owners everywhere need to yeah. play that to some of their members. Which I kind of wish that that's yeah. what happened, but I mean, it's yeah, it's good for me to know yeah. now because eventually if I ever do want to you know, maybe do something like Ken or Chris Rea, just yeah. find a place where they need somebody coaching once or twice a week in the evenings. I would, you know, at this point, I would definitely strongly consider that over again, where it's just a couple times a week, you can put in a good amount of effort and really kind of help the people around you the best way that you can. So, That's awesome. Yeah. Walker, man, let's hear your uh, kind of sports upbringing, uh, fitness, if, if any. What would you obviously with college football on your resume? You played some sports growing up. Well, basically any sport that Quinn was doing. Once I was old enough to get actually doing it, I just followed him to. We went golfing. I was like, all right, I'm gonna go golf with Quinn. So we ended up going golfing, playing baseball, and I was always two years younger than him. So it'd be me against like him and his friends, and we'd always do like play basketball in the front yard or on our driveway and it'd be me and like some of my friends against Quinn and all his friends who were two years older and it was like they would destroy us and everything we did and the next day like hey let's go play baseball and for us like oh yeah let's go do it and they would destroy us again every day so (laughs) whatever sport he was doing at the time I was just like hey if he's doing it why not so I'd go with him and then he golfed for one year and stopped I played another year of golf so I golfed for two years instead of playing anything else besides basketball and then I think my fourth or fifth grade year was the first year I played football and I was an offensive lineman and I was like yeah football's not very fun if you're a lineman I was like I don't want to do this anymore so I stopped playing football till middle school and then middle school I played football basketball and ran track and then when high school came I was football baseball and track no more basketball and then by the end of my High school, I was just playing baseball and football. I broke my leg, so I quit running track. And at the end of football, my senior year, I was like, man, I, that just wasn't enough football. Because my junior year, I missed it, and I was like, I'm, I'm not ready to be done with football yet. So I was kind of waiting to see if I could get an offer somewhere, and the only place that really offered me a place to go play was a junior college in San Diego. I was like, well, 
that's the only place. I guess that's where I'm going. So after I graduated that summer, I moved out to San Diego, and Quinn went out there with me for the two weeks. So I moved in, and he stayed at like a Motel 6 or something for like very, very different part of town where he was staying, and I was living in my dorm. And so I'd go work out, and he would go find a CrossFit gym or something to drop into, and then in the afternoon we'd just kind of go hang out. And Is that what school was that? San Diego Mesa Junior College. So you played there your freshman year? My freshman year, I went and played. What position? I was quarterback, and the very first game I played, I hurt my knee. Oh, so I was out man. for six weeks, oh. came back, hurt my other knee, oh. came back, and then the very last game of the season, I had a concussion and like like hurt my right shoulder and then my dad told me he goes hey i don't know if i'm gonna like keep paying for you to go to college if, <laughs> if you're just gonna be getting hurt and i was like all right so the next semester i transferred to another junior college in athens texas trinity valley and did the off season stuff there and at the end of that at our spring game i got another concussion and my dad's like are you sure you still want to keep doing this and at the time i was like yeah like just part of it kind of but then at the end of when the semester was over, I went back home and I was kind of sitting there and I was like, I don't think this, because it would be to the point where I'd like, all right, let's go for a run or something. And I'd stand up and like the knees would hurt and I'd be like, yeah, this isn't, this isn't very fun anymore. It wasn't the joy of going to football practice, like something I had in high school in my, that first season of my freshman year, I was, I would look forward to like going out to practice. Like Quinn said, he would look forward to going to the gym and stuff and working out and it was fun. I was having fun going to practice and getting ready for the games, and the games were a blast. And then it got to the point where waking up to go to practice at 5 a.m. was the last thing I wanted to do. And it just the fun of the sport, or still doing it to the full, the full uh, amount of effort I had to put in to stay to play at the college level, it just wasn't fun. So I figured out it was just time to kind of end it and then just kind of play it on the side. Just do you still have any injuries from all that? Uh, not really. Flare up every now and then? No, I mean, my knees basically now are back to pretty good. Kind of like had surgery on my left wrist because I had broke my bone too many times and it was growing too long, so I had that removed. But occasionally if we do like handstand push-ups or something, my left wrist will kind of hurt, but... In your head, that's fine. The concussions aren't. I mean, <laughs> you may see that's, yeah, that's just normal. Yeah. Big brother in the room. When yeah. the this is just the way that he it's is. It's okay. Yeah. My, my big brother, the one I told you about when I was uh, I was six years old, we were playing this game in the garage, and he was ten. I was five, maybe he was nine. Where we threw a balloon up and swing it with a bat, basically a baseball with a balloon. And of course, I bend over at the wrong time to pick up the balloon that had got thrown and I got whacked in the head and that's what my brother says to this day is wrong with me yeah. <laughs> but gouged my eye I had stitches and so but he's got to give you a hard time it's kind of the, that's the yeah. job description I mean I wish I could use the concussions for an excuse but that's just that's just me the concussions <laughs> are not so was all this time you know I mean being an athlete how, how did working out play into your uh, life was that a big part of you oh your, yeah your it was ethic? we had a coach who would go and open the weight room every morning at 5 a.m when he'd get here it was just he was in charge of the weight room he'd open at 5 a.m and then he would work out by himself before any of the kids came up and he told us like hey it's open at five if y'all want to come and then one day i kind of woke up and went up there with him and then me and it was a defensive coordinator but after football my junior year so i went in there and worked out with him and there was kind of a thing we started doing. I would go work out with him at 5 a.m. 
And then by the time, like, 6.30, I'd be done working out. And then I would go and throw footballs and stuff in the on our football field with some of the guys. And then it got to the point where he had shirts, and it was a 5 a.m. crew. And so he said, if anybody shows up, they get this shirt. And then it was just me and him, really, that only did it. And then another defensive coach showed up, and he kind of did some CrossFit stuff. He was about my height, so he was a taller guy. And he would do what he called tall man CrossFit. So we avoided doing, like – Stuff that was harder movements for tall people, he would avoid doing snatches and handstand push-ups, and so we would do all the we would do power cleans and pull-ups and just parts of CrossFit that were easier for us to do. And then he's like, "All right, so this is our version of CrossFit." So we would do barely any like actual full real CrossFit stuff, but we would do some of the movements. And so after my senior year of football, me and that other coach worked out. Monday through Saturday, he'd open the weight room for me on Saturdays, and we'd go do, like, partial CrossFit workouts. So not a lot of seniors wake up. What time would you wake up to go work out at 5 a.m.? I'd wake up at, like, we lived about five, six minutes away, so I'd wake up at, like, 4.50 and just roll out of bed, grab my stuff, and go. What did your parents say? Were they, like, just, uh-huh. did they even, I mean... At first, I first started going, and then my mom asked me, she's like, where are you going in the mornings? I was like, oh, I just go work out at the high school. She goes, oh, okay. And then I got to the point, my senior year, I didn't have a first period class, so I didn't have to go to first period, and I would go work out and everything, and then I'd come back home and shower and eat breakfast, and then I'd go back to school. So. And how many, I mean, you said you were the only person really in the 5 a.m. Yeah. crew, because not, not a lot of high school kids are, are no. doing that. But, no. I mean, even college students and grown-ups aren't working out at 5 a.m., you know, yeah. it's a... It was pretty high level of discipline. At first, it was something like I was trying to like kind of impress our new coaches we had, and then it just got to being fun. It was like it was enjoyable. It was me and this coach kind of got a relationship built, and then we just something we do. We'd wake up and work out. Did you see a lot of progress in that time? Oh yeah, but we were we were just doing like we would do strictly um, strength building workout. We would squat, power clean, bench, incline, bench, and then go out and run some days. But it was nothing that was. To that type of workouts we do now. And then, so when, when was your first CrossFit workout? Uh, I guess when Quinn would come home, he would always like, hey, let's go do this workout that I got. And so he'd pull up some CrossFit workout and just, again, destroy me in it. And he'd be like, oh, dude, you're not even fit. <laughs> I like growing up. And I was like, yeah. And I, was, <laughs> I chose my workout very yeah, much. Yeah. He would do it, and he would just destroy me. And he's like, oh, dude, I destroyed you. I was like, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I was like, all right, yeah, but... I mean, I would do some with him, but I guess the first real CrossFit workout was when I came up here, when I moved up here at the beginning of this eight months ago, August something, I came here and did my first real one. Yeah, man, and you've kind of been all in ever since. Yeah. So was, what, you know, what kind of drew you in? What's made you keep going and, and love it so much? It was after football was over, I needed something else to kind of compete in. Anytime I kind of did, I was always trying to find something to compete in between me and Quinn or just anything I did. And then so CrossFit was something that was kept, kept a competitive edge where you race again, try to get the best time, heavier weights. So something that kind of kept, kept me in competing, which I really enjoyed to do. So it was just a new, a new place for me to And what's compete. it been like to have this last eight months of working out with Quinn, you know, at the same gym? It's been fun. Look forward to rowing workouts so I can be on top of him on the whiteboard. But besides those, it's... Uh, <laughs> oh, it was. Oh, he didn't come to the row and workout we did the other day, but no, it's it's been a lot of fun. I 
like Clint was saying, the community here, all my friends basically I hang out with now are people who come to this gym. Rob and Mac and a lot of the other guys that I met in the 345 or the afternoon classes, those are guys we go golf with on the weekends or we go hang out with after and stuff, and it's been a lot of fun. It's awesome. So, Quinn, you have quite a bit of CrossFit experience, and you've been a coach, and you've kind of, um, I would say, I wouldn't say mastered all the high technical skills, but you're, you you pretty much, you know, is 90% complete when it comes to like being a CrossFit athlete, right? The last 10% is probably like you can always, we can always get better. Yeah. So what, for people listening, they're maybe not quite where you're at, but man, they, they really want to start being able to do ring muscle-ups and workouts, handstand push-ups, um, lifting prescribed weight on workouts, like just kind of being a, an RX athlete, if we want to call yeah. it that, for the Open. You know, well, well, this year, handstand walks came up in the, the Open, which just raises the bar. But double unders, all those things, bar muscle-ups. In your opinion, like, what does that timeline look like, and how do you get there? I'm glad you asked me that question. I was talking to Josh about this the other day about my approach to working out and stuff like that. So the last since I've been back here since maybe it's like November or something like that, I just wanted to get you know good again before the open because it's been a while since I worked out. So I, I would come in and just do mainly class workouts. So I just come in, hit the class workout hard, like as best as I could. Um, and then maybe afterward, if it was like, you know, a new class, I just hang out and just, literally, I still do this. I'm probably going to do this here in a little bit. I'm going to go downstairs and just see what other people are doing. And, you know, somebody's doing rope climbs and I haven't done them in a while, just kind of hop in, maybe modify their workout. Just So it's just class workouts based, program, class workout based programming. And then, you know, just little things that you need to work on. Maybe if it's like, you know, heavy, a little bit heavier squatting and stuff, like I need a lot of strength work. So... I'll probably go down there and just kind of squat before I do today's farmer carry and uh, muscle up workout. So just, you know, you can just add just a little bit. It doesn't have to be an hour extra or you know, four workouts a day. Just one and, you know, the intensity really, I, honestly, is the key. So just come in, hit the class workout as good as you can, and then I mean, just see how it feels. I mean, just grab somebody that's in the gym and say, hey, you want to do this? Hey, you want to do that? Just a little bit extra. Down um, like it's some yeah. open gym stuff. Yeah, I mean, practice a little bit of skills and stuff like that. And, you know, you just kind of over time, too. It's just the more frequently you get in and you're just putting effort towards something, you know, it'll come around. Like, it took me, like, I'm going to, I don't need to brag. Like, this year I finally won, like, the open in the gym. And I've been here for three and a half years hadn't really got close like as a member and I'm you know I'm actually pretty proud of that because it's just you know longevity and stuff just come in put a little bit of work in consistently you know throughout the year like throughout you know it doesn't have to be six seven times a week if you're coming in three or four times a week and putting some focused work in to the workouts and stuff like that like that's plenty so if you're you, not, yeah, so if you are doing extra work, just make yeah. sure that it's in line with what you need to work yeah. on. And it doesn't yeah. have to be completely thought through and, yeah. in, in your opinion. Yeah. Just picking up here and there when... Because, yeah. I mean, I'm not... Yeah, I don't, like, pay for programming or anything like that. Yeah. And that doesn't mean I'm, you know, super competitive athlete, but I think it's... 
So when you leave enjoyable. and go back home and start working, what's your plan for like your your working out? Yeah, so there's there's actually a gym on the west side of San Antonio, Lone Star CrossFit that I'm gonna join and just start doing classes at first, and then kind of see what the schedule allows me to do. You know, just add a little bit extra here and there, and just kind of take it from there. But yeah, my my main focus is just get plugged into another gym and start doing class workouts there. See where I can fit in, whatever and, I want to do. And what is that for? For someone, you know, is that a is that a before they should start doing that? Should they start that like they just signed up today? Should they start doing that like six months from now, twelve months from now, next week? Like at what I mean, point should they kind of really start? In your opinion, my opinion. So somebody who I would say doesn't really have all of the workouts down, like you know, movements. Like say double unders is common tough thing that say you do I mean you can do 10 sets of just as many as you can whether that's 5 or 10 or 15 like before the workout after the workout just a little bit probably take you 10 minutes and just you can start that right away I mean just a little bit extra I mean if it's something you want to do you know if you get you know crushed by the class workouts early on like you probably put in enough for the day so just kind of head home and then if there's certain days you feel good Squeeze it in if you can. I mean, you don't have to force it. It's not like something, you know, you're not trying to... Listen to your body. Yeah. Early on, and then I guess it would probably just be, you know, what you want and how you feel, really. Yeah. Walker, how long is it taking you, do you think, to kind of get... Are you are you still in the learning phase? Like, there's oh, yeah. still a lot of things that you can't do yet that you're working on? Oh, yeah. I'm still going after bar muscle-ups. I got almost all the way up the other day. It didn't get fully extended. Then ring muscle ups, I'm still figuring those out. And handstand walks. But about about those three are about my last three. Double unders, I can get them. Some days I can string together a bunch. Some days, not so many. But it just last three movements and then double unders. I feel like any CrossFitter double unders get better. Which is it's fairly quick for you to have caught on with a lot of those yeah. things, you know, given that's right. I don't know if you guys heard the podcast Chris and I did a couple of weeks ago or a few weeks ago, but we talked about now, like you program Diane and, you know, eight to nine out of 10 people are doing handstands, you know, on the wall. Yeah. And, and whereas 2012, you know, three out of 10 people were doing handstands. And so the, just the rate of improvement is so much faster these days because people are catching on so much quicker. Um, okay, so we'll close out. Last question is what I ask everybody. Uh, is title podcast is building better people. You know, Quinn being a part of the staff, obviously, you know, you and I met and talked about that and a lot of the other values of the gym before you came on and you know how much that means to me and what it means to me. But now I want to turn that question around on you and kind of ask you, especially now that you're leaving, what does, how has this gym right or crossfit or just your experience in college station specifically here made you a better version of you and you know whoever wants to start can answer first when i first came i mean it, it i guess i'm gonna have to refer back to just enjoying the process of coming to the gym and kind of having fun like you know not focused on performance and stuff like it is good to come and do as good as you can but if you just kind of plug yourself in really with the like you know right people like you'll kind of just naturally start getting into better habits and stuff like that so I mean just 
it's made me better because you kind of coming from back home you're raised around the same kind of people like you're just familiar with all of those people and then you get out here and you see that there's a little bit different world out there a little bit different communities that you can kind of fall into and it's kind of fallen into that one here about you know integrity and stuff like that which I mean it's kind of like you hear it so much you might just like let it go in one year not the other but once you actually get into a place that can see that they actually you know strive to to uphold those those values and stuff like that it's just it just feels good it feels good personally kind of to be involved with people like that and just genuinely people who care about what they're doing and you know openly helping others like that so I mean it's just of course you can take that into wherever outside of the gym but you know just start somewhere like that where you just get in start doing it and then naturally you kind of see yourself doing it in the gym and then maybe slowly just kind of opens you up to people on the outside of the gym because once you kind of get through the surface layer of somebody we're all you know pretty similar about maybe different things but we just have the same you know feelings towards other things so I mean it's 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 kind of just open my eyes about all the different kinds of people that you'll meet here and how similar that you can really be with you know almost anybody yeah so, what is it that uh, I think back to a series Pastor Will did at Brad's Fellowships is you are the average of your five closest friends yeah yeah and, and then what our parents said all growing up right yeah you, you are who you surround yourself with yeah, so. you, yeah the more the more that you know I guess I get older and experience just interacting with different people you know the more true that I really kind of I see that and somewhere like this it's a great place to kind of get plugged into and caught up with whatever's going on here because it's all pretty yeah. good stuff and just you know, genuinely good stuff. It's awesome. Yeah. What about you, Walker? When I first came here, doing CrossFit was something totally different than the workouts and stuff I was used to doing. And it was, I saw the building better people on the wall. And at first when I thought, I was like, oh, that's like the, the slogan of the gym. It's kind of what they go by here. And when I first came in, doing handstands was something I was really uncomfortable with, never. And just, I was like hesitant to do it because I wasn't good at it. I was like kind of scared to just go give it a try. And then there was other people around who, I went up on my very first handstand and like went up sideways and fell to the side and normally in like a football workout you mess up something like that the whole whole place laughing at you and it's just kind of like something that's and then here everybody was like oh like hey I think everyone here did almost the same thing when we tried it the first time so something just even if you weren't I was real worried about being self-conscious about not being good at certain movements I wanted to come in and just be like instantly good at it like anybody would want to be and then I just wasn't and having the people around here just build you up the whole time it was never a oh he couldn't do that it was okay you didn't get it this time but I guarantee you in a week you're going to be a hundred times better than what you just were and it's something that made coming to the gym a whole lot more fun you'd come somewhere that you knew it was going to be a community effort for one person to get better it's a community effort to get better not just one person but everybody's kind of helping everybody it's been a lot of fun it helps it helps the fitness part of it because if you're not good at something you usually try to hide it and push it away and focus on what you're good at and then when you know it's just something that people are like hey everybody kind of has the things they struggle with and so it it helps you work on things you're weak at and it makes it a lot more fun thank you for tuning in today don't forget to subscribe to the building better people podcast where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle